studio this morning. We do have Jared and Rachel Kunkel. They've been named to the 2023 America's Best Young Farmers and Ranchers. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the show. You guys are no, uh, it's no secret you're on the program, you know, at different times with your past uh, experiences, which include Freezing for Food, Warren Henderson Farm Bureau. Can't think of uh, a better couple to get this uh, award. No, I appreciate that. Well, tell us about the experience and, and how you even found out and the big trip you had to take. So the hailstorm in May um, that we had here, I was actually replanting some soybeans in that field uh, in the beginning of June. And I got a call. Well, actually, it was a text message um, from Dan Miller at Progressive Farmer. And he said, you know, sometime could you talk? So I, you know, called him and and he kind of explained what was going on and said that a previous article that um, we had been in for this license to succeed, I think it was, um, with Progressive Farmer, his boss had read it and said, hey, this is, you know, you need to look more into this. So it was it was needed. This is an award you can't apply for. Um, you know, you can nominate yourself for type situation. So it, it made it even more special that we got the phone call for it and we weren't, you know, the ones, um, you know, reaching out for it. So that's kind of how it all started. Dan came in June, the end of, I think, the last week of, of June, and he did some you know, photos, some interviews with us, like out in the field. That's where some of the stuff, that's where all the stuff from the video um, was taken um, in the summertime. You know, he interacted, was here for about a day and a half, and it was fun because, you know, our kids got to be involved as well. So he got to see them with the choring process and the walking of the pigs and kind of got to see that side of things and join us for dinner. And just, it, he just really invested in us, I guess, and, and getting to know us, which was, was neat. And then he's the one that wrote the article, and then Joel um, as the photographer, he came this fall and uh, did some more pictures. And um, again, you know, was was fun. He actually traveled because we, I think it rained, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he traveled to Indiana and then was going to go up to Michigan and then come back here and get more photos and then go back to O'Hare to fly back to Steamboat. So it's it was yeah. kind of an interesting journey. It was curious what he thought was close for him, us being Midwest, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois. That all seemed close since that he just travels so much we're like that that's not that close (laughs) that's a good point yeah i should point out the award is uh sponsored by the dtn progressive farmer magazine it's a program that recognizes the work and contributions of agriculture's young farmers and ranchers so what they were really wanting to look at and recognize for both you you uh, jared and rachel is your ability to build an efficient and profitable first generation farm as an effective team for giving back through uh, to to the town through community care days as well. So this is really a family award. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was going to add, Jerry did a good job explaining Dan's contact, but what caught um, his boss's attention in that first article was the first generation. Being a first generation farmer just stood out to him. Well, and Jared, tell us about that, because you're from Dunlap, I believe, just yep. up the road. Went to Monmouth College, as did did Rachel, uh, and and you, you wanted to be a farmer. You knew you wanted to be a first-generation farmer. Yeah, I mean, my grandparents had one um, on the east side of the Illinois River that I would go visit, but I'm the youngest on that side um, of the grandchildren, so I never knew my grandpa as, you know, a working farmer. He was always retired, um, so <clears throat> I got to go visit, but never really take part in any of that. And the guy that farms the ground, he was just as close to me as most of my uncles too. So it wasn't something that I thought, okay, yeah, I'll go back and take over that operation because then I would be, you know, taking from him. 
So I was always told because I grew up in a subdivision in Peoria, Dunlap area, that, you know, I would never farm and couldn't farm. And <clears throat> for most people that know me, if you tell me I can't do something and I think I can, it's like putting gas on a fire. <laughs> so, you know, luckily I have a very supportive spouse um, that went along with a lot of the stuff and, and worked, um, you know, worked a job she didn't really enjoy either at the beginning to kind of, you know, support um, the farming habit. And then, you know, has been along for the ride the whole time. And um, her uncle gave me some great advice one time when I said we were looking to, to go out on our own. He goes, make sure your wife's supportive of it. He goes, I've seen too many that, you know, they, they have a good thing going, but their wife is not on board. And Rachel's been on board. You know, we have our struggles. It's never been perfect, but. Well, yeah, he's a Tennessee fan. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Right. She had to get she's, past that. Yeah, she's a racer back <laughs> right. over here. No, right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, Rachel, you know, he pointed out the job that you had. It wasn't so much that you just disliked the job. It was the travel because it, it, yes. you were also getting ready and, and were raising your family. Yep. No, I, I actually liked what I did at Caterpillar. It was the drive factoring in two hours um, a day was a lot. And then we finding childcare was the other thing. Um, with Jared at that time doing the custom harvesting, we knew I would be the one drop off pickup. So it'd have to be in Peoria to allow. And that just turned into like 12 hours of child care and so we just really started to look at that as is this what we want um how can we maybe just make this easier for our family um and i i really did have a desire to be closer and spend more time with her i really liked being at home i still liked it was finding that balance i liked having you know something outside of the home but i also liked being home so luckily um we tell the story, Jared went to bat for me to figure out what did that look like? What did off-farm income have to be? Um, and keep peace in the family is how I put it in the video. And we found that and we had family um, very willing to help with childcare, which was great. And we could, um, I could still provide some help financially, but all, the biggest help was just being able to um, be home with the kids and be able to handle that side of the family. Well, and your story is important because we many folks talk in this state about how how struggling, how much of a struggle it is to keep people in their hometowns and keep business growing, uh, keep our our local community thriving, because mm-hmm. it takes a next generation, a next generation, and you guys are able able to do that, and you're able to purchase a local business here as well. Yeah, absolutely, and I to go back on kind of staying local too. I mean, that's where our faith has been so huge in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not from here. But when we moved to Elmwood to be closer to her work and where I worked in Brimfield, we were still coming back here every Sunday for church. It just felt like home to me, you know, when we would come come back on those Sundays. So that to me was recognizing that and, and knowing that. And so, yeah, that's been a big part of us investing in the community, you know, land management partners that um, Adam and Julie Martin um, that we own, LMP Agency there that we've done the remodels there on Main Street. So, I mean, it's that's our goal is to invest in the community. We, we love to see Mammoth. I mean, Mm-hmm. having my mom over last Friday for Christmas on the square. I mean, she absolutely loved that, you know, just that, that whole community effort, what, what a lot of people in the community are trying to do for Monmouth. We want to be a part of that. Well, we're glad that you are. And, and I'm really thankful to DTN progressive farmer magazine as well, because they're able to highlight and keep the tradition of agriculture uh, going in such a positive direction. Mm-hmm. And the, the program is also sponsored by, the Commodity Classic and FS uh, Growmark, who's a partner with us as well. 70 past, uh, present, uh, past and present winners of this award. You got to meet other people. Mm-hmm. How did that go? And tell us about the award itself and, and the ceremony. I think that's what we enjoyed the most. When we traveled to Nashville, the other four 
in the class um, traveled as well and they give ample opportunity for you to talk with each other and do that and they really want you to stay connected and visit each other's farms and you know develop a relationship and it, I really enjoyed sitting back listening to the five um, talk about the struggles and then you know what was easier for them based on their location versus what was harder I always got a kick out of um, there was two from Arkansas one from Nebraska and a family from Texas so they would uh, kind of joke with Jared quite a bit. We all can't farm in Illinois and Iowa with the <laughs> fertile farm ground. Um, and that would just really lead some good discussions on in Arkansas, what are their struggles in Texas and Nebraska and how we're all in ag, but every farm is so new, new, unique and then add in the different areas. And there was stuff I did not know that they struggle with and it, it was neat to learn. So we really, it's on our bucket list now to try to visit all of their farms oh, and neat. see their operations. So. I'll, I'll go with you to Arkansas. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all we gotta do is just knock on the door and say, woo pig, and we're in. <laughs> we're in, no, I'm kidding. So actually I would go with you to those farms because <laughs> I wanna see other farms too. I knew yeah. nothing about agriculture until uh, you know coming here to Illinois. And, and so it's, it's uh, soybeans, corn, it's hogs, it's cattle, it's all uh, diversification with um, uh, chickens as well. So, and then they have these other farms in different types of land, mm-hmm. like you say. Uh, so I'm glad you got the award. Yeah, it's no, thank exciting. you. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, we just it was just a real intimate group, I guess, for the award process um, mm-hmm. that we were doing, and you know, we just they kind of brought some speakers in to talk to us about things that we might be interested in as far as transition and planning, you know, of of the families to, um, you know. One was another first-generation farmer from Kentucky uh, that he won the award like 15 years ago or something. Or, Neat. Right? Yeah. It wasn't that probably. long ago. Yeah. Um, so just interesting, you know, hearing that and then hearing in Kentucky too, you know, the struggles there as well. So just it was just fun listening to, you know, doing the wheat harvest two summers in college. I saw a lot of Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, but I didn't know a lot about Arkansas mm-hmm. or sure. Texas. Sure. Well, and the Texas story is very, very unique. Cause yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, he, yeah, the border wall is being built through their farm. Um, Could and, you imagine? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's eminent domain, huh? Well, and that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. They'll they'll potentially lose a thousand acres once it's completed. Um, if it does get completed, mm-hmm. like there'll be a gate that they can get through. But he said we won't ever get anyone to go on the other side, even though it's part of the U.S. Still, it's going to be on the other side of the wall. So. It's just a whole different different ballgame. Interesting yeah. to meet other people. Yep. Learn about their farms. Okay, so uh, again, uh, members of the Warren Henderson Farm Bureau, Illinois Corn Growers Association. Uh, goals. Goals for the Kunkel Farms, the Kunkel Family Farms. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I would just say, I mean, you know, I get asked all the time, do you want to grow? Of course, you know, that intrigues me. But, uh, you know, we, we've got phenomenal relationships with our landowners right now. I mean, they're friends. You know, they're not just, we don't just look at them as land, like they're friends. Like we, we, we love cultivating that relationship we have with them. So, you know, we're open to growing, but we want to make sure it's right for us and not just to grow, to grow. You know, it's the same thing. We look at all the businesses we want to, we want to grow with people, you know, and not just mm-hmm. come to work for us or, or do things like that. Okay. Anything else you want people to know or inspire them or anyone who wants to be in agriculture? I would just add with the progressive farmer, I didn't even think about it until they kind of pointed out the point of this is to give a voice to young farmers and they really wanted to um, 
see how they could highlight that and add that into things. And this, this award is a neat way to do that. Um, and they just don't feel like that's a voice that gets heard a lot in the ag community. And I, I appreciated that, that focus on how do we um, get young farmers to share their stories, to share you know their strengths mm -hmm. and what they're doing and maybe what they need to help. Yep, yep. Oh, and my thing too is just, it's very difficult, but try not to look over the fence at someone else and see what they have and think that, you know what I mean, you should have that immediately or things like that. I mean, it's, everyone's got their struggles, you know, and everyone's got their pros and cons. And to me, enjoy what you have and, and do hard things. Okay. Well, congratulations. Merry Christmas to you guys. Happy New Year. And, and a really, really nice award for our local farmer, uh, farmer family right here in Monmouth. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Jared and Rachel Kunkel with us, 2023 America's Best Young Farmers and Ranchers Award from the DTN and Progressive Farmer. Sean is standing.